Listen to God's Word for January 3rd. Today's reading is Genesis 8 through 11. May God bless this reading of His Word. Genesis 8 But God remembered Noah and all the animals and livestock that were with him in the ark. And God sent a wind over the earth, and the waters began to subside. The springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens were closed, and the rain from the sky was restrained. The waters receded steadily from the earth, and after 150 days the waters had gone down. On the seventeenth day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to recede until the tenth month. And on the first day of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains became visible. After forty days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven. It kept flying back and forth until the waters had dried up from the earth. Then Noah sent out a dove to see if the waters had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove found no place to rest her foot, and she returned to him in the ark, because the waters were still covering the surface of all the earth. So he reached out his hand and brought her back inside the ark. Noah waited seven more days, and again sent out the dove from the ark. And behold, the dove returned to him in the evening, with a freshly plucked olive leaf in her beak. So Noah knew that the waters had receded from the earth. And Noah waited seven more days and sent out the dove again, but this time she did not return to him. In Noah's six hundred and first year, on the first day of the first month, the waters had dried up from the earth. So Noah removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the twenty-seventh day of the second month, the earth was fully dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife, along with your sons and their wives. Bring out all the living creatures that are with you, birds, livestock, and everything that crawls upon the ground, so that they can spread out over the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon it. So Noah came out along with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives. Every living creature, every creeping thing, and every bird, everything that moves upon the earth, came out of the ark kind by kind. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking from every kind of clean animal and clean bird, he offered burnt offerings on the altar. When the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, he said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of man, even though every inclination of his heart is evil from his youth. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall never cease. Genesis 9 And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you will fall on every living creature on the earth, every bird of the air, every creature that crawls on the ground, and all the fish of the sea. They are delivered into your hand. 
everything that lives and moves will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I now give you all things. But you must not eat meat with its lifeblood still in it. And surely I will require the life of any man or beast by whose hand your lifeblood is shed. I will demand an accounting from anyone who takes the life of his fellow man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man his blood will be shed. For in his own image God has made mankind. But as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Spread out across the earth and multiply upon it. Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, Behold, I now establish my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth, every living thing that came out of the ark. And I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be cut off by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you, and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I form clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and every living creature of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. And whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of every kind that is on the earth. So God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and every creature on the earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from them the whole earth was populated. Now Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. But when he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and uncovered himself inside his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a garment and placed it across their shoulders, and walking backward, they covered their father's nakedness. Their faces were turned away so that they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his drunkenness and learned what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be to his brothers. He also declared, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the servant of Shem. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. So Noah lived a total of 950 years, and then he died. Genesis 10 This is the account of Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, who also had sons after the flood. The sons of Japheth. Gomer, Magog, Madai, 
Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togarmah. And the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, the Kittites, and the Rhodonites. From these the maritime peoples separated into their territories, according to their languages, by clans within their nations. The sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Reama, and Sabtika. And the sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. So it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. His kingdom began in Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, in the land of Shinar. From that land he went forth into Assyria, where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth-Ir, Kala, and Resen, which is between Nineveh and the great city of Kala. Mizraim was the father of the Ludites, the Anamites, the Lehabites, the Naphtuhites, the Pathrusites, the Kasluhites, from whom the Philistines came, and the Kaphtorites. And Canaan was the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and of the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arvidites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Later the Canaanite clans were scattered, and the borders of Canaan extended from Sidon toward Gerar as far as Gaza, and then toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, as far as Lacia. These are the sons of Ham, according to their clans, languages, lands, and nations. And sons were also born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth. Shem was the forefather of all the sons of Eber. The sons of Shem, Elam, Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram, Uz, Hol, Gether, and Mash. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Two sons were born to Eber. One was named Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided. And his brother was named Choctan. And Choctan was the father of Almodad, Sheleth, Hazarmaveth, Jira, Hadoram, Uzal, Dikla, Obol, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were sons of Joktan. Their territory extended from Mesha to Sephar, in the eastern hill country. These are the sons of Shem, according to their clans, languages, lands, and nations. All these are the clans of Noah's sons, according to their generations and nations. From these the nations of the earth spread out after the flood. Genesis 11 now the whole world had one language and a common form of speech. And as people journeyed eastward, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. So they used brick instead of stone, and tar instead of mortar. Come, they said, let us build for ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, that we may make a name for ourselves, 
and not be scattered over the face of all the earth. Then the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the sons of men were building. And the Lord said, If they have begun to do this as one people, speaking the same language, then nothing they devise will be beyond them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language, so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them from there over the face of all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it is called Babel, for there the Lord confused the language of the whole world, and from that place the Lord scattered them over the face of all the earth. This is the account of Shem. Two years after the flood, when Shem was one hundred years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. And after he had become the father of Arphaxad, Shem lived five hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad was thirty-five years old, he became the father of Shelah. And after he had become the father of Shelah, Arphaxad lived four hundred three years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah was thirty years old, he became the father of Eber. And after he had become the father of Eber, Shelah lived four hundred three years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber was thirty-four years old, he became the father of Peleg. And after he had become the father of Peleg, Eber lived four hundred thirty years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg was thirty years old, he became the father of Reu. And after he had become the father of Reu, Peleg lived two hundred nine years and had other sons and daughters. When Reu was thirty-two years old, he became the father of Serug. And after he had become the father of Serug, Reu lived two hundred seven years and had other sons and daughters. When Serug was thirty years old, he became the father of Nahor. And after he had become the father of Nahor, Serug lived two hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor was twenty-nine years old, he became the father of Terah. And after he had become the father of Terah, Nahor lived one hundred nineteen years and had other sons and daughters. When Terah was seventy years old, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the account of Terah. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot. During his father Terah's lifetime, Haran died in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives for themselves. Abram's wife was named Sarai, and Nahor's wife was named Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, who was the father of both Milcah and Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no children. And Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of Abram. And they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans for the land of Canaan. But when they arrived in Haran, they settled there. Terah lived two hundred five years, and he died in Haran. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.